Welcome to Inspire WV, a podcast all about inspiration through words and actions. Hey, Tim Bradley, how are you doing today? Hey, Nutter, I am doing good. How about yourself? I am doing well. I want to talk to you about something, Tim. I, want I am to, all ears. What are we talking about? I want to talk to you about the end. The, the end. That's kind of open-ended there. So what, the what, are we, what are we going with? Here? It's the end. It's the end? Tim. We just got started on this podcast, but it's the end. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to. I want to talk to you about endings. Um, and okay. I know that um, uh, we've we've kind of discussed this, uh, kind of leading up to this this show. But you know, f- endings can be kind of frustrating. You know, a lot of times you read you read books, you watch movies, you watch TV shows, and uh, a lot of times you get to the end and it's kind of frustrating. You're kind of upset with oh, it. Yeah. You know, I think, uh, I think what brought this up was I was telling you, I believe, I believe I was telling you that you needed to watch the show lost. Correct. And, um, and I, I want to say that you, you haven't watched it, right? You've never seen. I have not. No. Lost. Nope. Not one episode. Not one episode. Okay. So it's, uh, it's several seasons long. I want to say it's six six or so seasons long. So it's a lot of TV because this is from back in the day when a season of TV was like 20 some episodes long. So, I mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of, a lot of hours of television if you were going to kind of, you know, try that. However, a lot of people, a lot of people that have not watched that show will say, I don't want to do it because I heard the ending's not good. Yeah. That was one of the things that I heard. So, I guess that that brought us to that brought me to want to talk about this topic with you because mm-hmm. it seems it seems interesting for people to have the idea that they don't want to start something because of how it might end or how they might feel when it ends. And and I and I get it. TV shows, movies, whatever, they're a commitment, you know. If you want to watch the if you want to watch the uh the whole Avengers saga, it's 20 some odd movies long and, you know, countless hours of television or movies you have to watch. If you want to watch Lost, like I said, it's hundreds of hours of television. That's a lot. It's a lot to take on. Mm-hmm. If you want to read a book, you know, depends on how fast you are. I'm not a very fast reader, so it might take me years. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm right there with you. So it's so, you know, it's is is that um is that a commitment you want to to avoid because of how it might end? Is that a good state of mind to be in? What do you think? That's a great question because you know a lot of times I you look at life. You know we have a beginning. At some point we have that middle, and then there's an end. And a lot of times we don't want to think about the end. So the same thing with some of these shows. You. You get hooked on them, you watch them, then you know, the ending comes up and you're just, you're, you're I'll use this, you're lost because you don't know what just happened. Um, you get confused, you get upset. Um, we just, you, you ask questions and maybe that sometimes that's what the producer of the show wanted. They want you to question it. They want you to not like it. Um, they they kind of string you along anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it, it can be frustrating. So, you know, a lot of times in in that same question is, you know, you can lose your inspiration because it's like, why, why continue? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of show. We we'll use that that show analogy. A lot of TV shows and movies. You'll you'll start watching something, and you say this was this was terrible. I'm not going to watch it anymore. And then your friend will say, Well, if you get past this episode, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a commitment, and sometimes we don't want to invest that time and energy into something. Yeah, I, I guess what I'm curious about is um, why why would the end of something ruin the fact that you had a good journey? Do you know what I mean? Like let's, we're going on vacation. Let's go on vacation. So we go, uh, wherever doesn't matter because we can't go anywhere right now. So let's pretend like we could, we went on some amazing vacation, a 14 day vacation. We were everywhere in the world. We did everything we ever wanted to do. We checked every box off the bucket list it was the most exciting, amazing vacation we had ever been on, and we loved absolutely every minute of it. And then on the flight back, we land, and um, due to delays, we can't get home for you know six hours beyond when we should have, and we lost our luggage, and um, I stubbed my toe, and <laughs> <laughs> I got I got checked at the security checkpoint and all these bad things happened during that last day of vacation. Did I have a bad vacation? Should I have not gone uh, on vacation? That's a great question. Um, a lot of we, we talked about it before. It's you can do something right 99 times out of a hundred. You do something wrong that one time and that's what everybody remembers. And you gave that perfect analogy, and I was thinking, did you did you look at my Facebook memory today? Because that's exactly what happened to me today. Um, this time last year, we went to an amazing trip. We went to Italy and Greece and Rome. Got to see a lot of a lot of history, a lot of awesome places. But on the way back, they lost our luggage. There was multiple delays. Mm-hmm. Our delay was six hours, so we were actually the next day before we got home. <laughs> um, and this was traveling with two kids. So yeah, I mean, you look on it and you're like, you're so frustrated, you're tired, mm-hmm. but the whole trip was, was amazing. So once you kind of moved past what just happened, you go back into the memories of, of everything that led up into that trip. Right. But you know, for, for some of us, we have a hard time letting go of that last piece, that 1% out of 99, that was great you remember that one that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I think that's human nature, right? Like we always remember the, uh, or, or when you go, when you go to the the grocery store and you go to check out and you're like, this always happens to me. I'm always in the slow line. You're, you're not, right. you just only remember the bad times. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. so I think it's probably related to that. There's probably something that if I had done a little more research before we started this conversation, I might've found, that there's some sort of study that was probably done that, that, that shows why we are like that. So that'll be another episode, but, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, and you're not going to believe this, but I did not see your, uh, shared memory on Facebook awesome. today. So I just completely made that up and apparently was stating what happened. Spot on. To you. <laughs> it, it was spot on. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, for me, I traveled, uh, for six years for my, my work, mm-hmm. um, for, for a kid who grew up in Southern West Virginia, um, I get to see a lot of places and, you know, with, with traveling for whatever reason, I always got 
that bad experience at some point. I mean, I've, I've written stuff down about some of the things that happened to you on, on flights, on delays. I mean, some of the stuff I, you would think it was made up, but it, it, it happened to me. So I know it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I would get frustrated with that side of things, but I was always safe. I always made it to my destination. I'm always made it home. So there's, there was always that positive, but I got stuck on, well, they lost my baggage. The, yeah. the plane broke down. Somebody was sick beside me. Um, the guy who ate a taco before we got on the, the plane. <laughs> so all, all these things that, you know, that have happened, I, I, I got frustrated, but then, you know, you think about the bigger picture and, you know, I was all, there was no, no harm to me. I was safe. Um, you know, well, what, what do you think about, um, what do you, what do you think about this? So, um, part of, part of that, part of, part of that reaction, I guess, um, seems to stem from something I notice in a lot of people, um, that it, and, and even, even myself, it is easy and sometimes even more fun to talk about the negatives. Like it's, um, and it, and it's, uh, it's, uh, contagious. So if I start oh, telling yeah. you the bad thing that happened to me today, then we start comparing bad things that happened and they're almost always first world problems. You know, they're not, they're not terrible, terrible things, but they're, you know, this, you know, my, like you said, I, they lost my bag. I got it back later, but they lost my bag on the trip or I was delayed <laughs> or whatever. And then it starts spinning into this conversation of, of all of the negative things and it sort of spawns more negativity. And so <clears throat> I'm just curious why, um, why we have such a hard time talking about the positives. Like if, if the end of the show was bad, why can't we focus on all the good parts of the show? Or if the trip wasn't bad, why can't we focus on all the good parts? And what, what is stopping us from, from doing that? Is it, is it something mental? Is it something just um, inherent in, in us being human and wanting to talk about um, bad things more more than good things? Because we're afraid that, um, you know, I don't want you to I don't, I don't want you to be um, upset or jealous of going on this fancy trip I went on. So I'm going to tell you all the bad stuff that happened. I think a lot of times we, we get stuck in that gossip and, and, and wanting to have, you know, a story to tell you, you've got the, you know, the one uppers that you can tell the story. You could have the best inspirational experience of your life. And the guy beside you is going to say, well, mine was better because of this, or right. I got to do that. So I think it's just human nature of, you know, we've got to be able to relate to a story and in, in times where we don't understand or we get frustrated, that that reaction almost instantaneous becomes a negative one. Um, you know, we and I think a lot of times with you know, we're talking about TV shows and movies, but um, you you watch something for for a long time. You know, some of these shows are several years making. Mm-hmm. So you you put all that time into watching something, and and you have this vision of how you want it to, to turn out same way with life and, and your job and your kids and everything else. Here's my vision. This is what I think is going to happen. 
Well, we can't control all those things. So if it doesn't go to our plan, is it a bad thing? Mm-hmm. In our head, maybe, because it's not how I pictured it to turn out. Right. And, and that's, I think that's the biggest problem that a lot of us have is that inability to let go of not controlling all aspects of, of what happens around us. Right. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. And, and that, um, and that probably speaks to why people don't start something if they believe it might end poorly is because mm-hmm. they don't want to have that experience at the end. They don't, they don't want to feel that regret or feel that feeling of being cheated. Like I, I just invested all this time and effort. And so they have control over it. That's a really good point. I mean, I'm going to give a couple examples uh, of a couple of Indians on TV shows. And, and I think that relate pretty good to what I was just saying. And it's, okay. um, this is a show from when we were younger. I don't know if you remember St. Elsewhere. It was, it was the ER of the eighties. <laughs> I, I never watched that now. So St. Elsewhere was a, a great show. It was on NBC. I remember watching it as a kid because that's the only channel I had. Okay. Um, but the, the show ended and, in the scene that they, they sold the hospital where everybody's their, kind of going their own, own way. Then the very last scene of the, of the show, they kind of pan away and there's the hospital inside of a snow globe and an autistic boy is shaking it. Mm-hmm. So the premise was the whole show happened within his head and none of it was real. So mm-hmm. people completely lost it because they're like, well, this isn't how I thought the show was. Right. You're trying to tell me that the show was non-existent this whole time. And, you know, the, the writer and producer tried to throw an element in there just to what he thought was a perfect ending to a show. And people just did not like it. Right. You know, the Sopranos, the Sopranos ended with Let's a black a... screen. Everybody, everybody thought the, the TV went off. Yeah. It, just, it went black. We're going to go spoiler warnings on any show. That we're about to mention. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're giving Hopefully away. You watch them. We're giving away the endings to every show ever. <laughs> so, but yeah, the um, the, um, the the thing here's the interesting part. So, I'm I'm a big fan of how how an ending is crafted, especially when it's storytelling, <laughs> because um, I, as we've discussed, you know, I, I'm I like to write and and my my one of my goals in life is to um be a published author at some point in time and have something that i've written sitting on a bookshelf somewhere and um uh well hopefully somebody read it and then they put it on the bookshelf (laughs) but whatever um but, but uh but ending a story is hard it's very it's a very challenging thing because because, uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it just is, it's just, it's, it's a challenge that, um, that to overcome that and to do it in a way that is satisfying to people is, is something that that's tough. But when I see something that's different, that's done differently, um, uh, I always kind of try to figure out the kind of, uh, backwards or reverse engineer, you know, how they, how did they do that? Why did they do that? And how did they decide on that? And, um, and I remember, I don't know if this is true, so somebody can correct me. They can send us an email if, if I'm saying this wrong, but, but with Sopranos in particular, and again, spoilers for Sopranos, but, um, so you said, you know, it ends with a black screen, but there was of course the thought that he was, Tony was killed 
um, there was sort of like some shady looking dude coming up behind him, screaming went black. Um, the story was from his perspective and, um, earlier in that season or the season before at some point in time, Tony had specifically said something to the effect of when, when I go, I just hope it all turns black. Right. And so it was sort of like, uh, I mean, yeah, people might not like that because (laughs) they didn't get to see it actually happen. And that show had been very explicit in showing everything happen. Um, so for it not to show it was kind of disappointing from that standpoint, but from the, from a storytelling standpoint, I thought it was pretty cool because it's sort of like, it's exactly what he said he wanted to happen. And the story was from his point of view the whole time. It may surprise you to I find out was, this is I an inspirational was, podcast, not a <laughs> podcast about TV shows, but. I, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the the next one I was going to kind of talk about to me was very inspiring. And I actually, I'm going to admit, I, I teared up, may cried just a little bit. Okay. And it was the Big Bang Theory. Uh, I mean, I got hooked on that show and the ending. Uh, Sheldon Cooper, surprise, won the Nobel Prize. Him and Amy are giving her speech. Amy gets hers first. Sheldon starts to talk and he looked at his friends who he had alienated. He had made mad. They were going to leave. And his speech basically told each one of them what they meant to him, that their friendships, the experiences helped inspire him to be who he was and led him to being able to successfully win the Nobel prize. So for a, a comedy that was, I mean, made you laugh. Uh, the the final episode was a tearjerker, just for that very reason that you know Sheldon, it basically finally admitted that he was a hard person to deal with. Um, he he caused all these problems, but all of his friends being there for him was his inspiration to be successful, and he enjoyed and and wanted that friendship, and that made him better. Right. That's cool. And I think a lot yeah. of times that's that's something that we you know we take for granted um, the the people around us and, and the the effect that they do have on us. Um, you know, we we do. I for me with everything I got going on, there's often times that I I fail to make that call back to somebody or mm. where a text may go a couple of days without my response, and it's it's nothing personal. And a lot of times, then I'll I'll get to a point where, like I need to text back, and I'll be like it's been two or three days and I'm like, ah, I hope they're not mad at me at this point. But I think we, we've got to slow down because we are, we are one day closer to the end than we were yesterday. Yep. So our story is, is you know, we don't know when that final page is going to shut, um, but it, it's closer than it was yesterday. So I think that's something that we, we've got to start looking at. Yep. Um, be accountable for our actions and for, for the people around us. Um, yeah, I, I, I get to the point sometimes where I, I want to do stuff and I can't say no. And it, it gets in my head and I, I want to do more, but I understand that if I do more than I'm taken away from, from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a challenge. And we've, we've talked about that. Um, several times it's it's a challenge for all of us but um, mm-hmm. your inability to say no kind of pushes you even further <laughs> have, have a challenge with that oh yeah but oh yeah but i think the the kind of the thing that you're keying on there that that i appreciate and i and i and i think is 
is um, kind of the core of what we're talking about is how, how do you want your story to end? And you don't have control about when it ends. You, you, it may end tomorrow. So the end of your story on this earth is going to be sort of like uh, a, a summary of what you did in the days before it. And not just the day, right. the couple of days before, but all of the days before it. So spend your time. We should all endeavor to spend our time doing the things that we believe will make for a good ending. Really, I like it. And I, I have. I think for me, um, this is an ending of a movie that I think correlates exactly with what you just said. It's the Shawshank Redemption, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, he puts a, a challenge out to Red that basically says, if you take this leap of faith, if you follow the path that I put out there for you to the T, you're going to find me. Uh, and Red takes that leap. He leaves an area. Um, there was some fear uh, of what he was going to get into, Would he actually find his friend. And he took, he took that leap. Um, he trusted what his friend had put out there for him. And at the very end, they see him walking up to each other. They give a big hug and that's, you know, we go off into the sunset, but it, it's a great reminder that, you know, sometimes in life we have to take that leap and, and there's that path that may be rough and maybe rocky and you don't know where it, it's going to end up at, but that's where we, if we want to take it, if we want to get to an ending that we think is going to be positive for us, we've got to go down that, that trail sometimes. Exactly. Well, and the other cool thing about that particular message that particular movie that 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 idea that you just threw out there is that while that was the end of that movie that wasn't the end of the story there there was a whole new beginning there and that's um you know that the idea of every ending is as a new beginning um you know we don't we don't have to be talking about this does not have to be morbid this not it doesn't have to be death um but um, you know, the end might be the end of the career or the end of a relationship or the end of whatever. I mean, it could be the end of the season, uh, you know, and, and how do you want that story to end? But then what's ahead, what lies ahead and how can you write the next story? I think is, uh, is something that we can all work to, to do better at. Oh yeah. So speaking of endings, Tim, that brings us to the end of our I think show. we're at the end, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. You can always find more episodes by visiting inspiredwv.com or find us on your favorite podcast app, which we are on lots of them. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. Nah, we might not be on SoundCloud. I don't know. We're on a bunch of them. So <laughs> look around, look for Inspire WV on those podcasts or just go to our website, go to inspirewv.com. Um, you can find episodes there. You can listen right there on your computer or you can uh, find the app of your choosing and download um, or subscribe to us there. Um, and you can really help us out. Look, we don't, we're not asking for money. You know what we need? We need five star ratings. If you can go in to whatever app you're using, subscribe and give us a five star rating and write us a little comment on there. What's what's the what's your favorite ending of a of a show or a movie um, and what did it mean to you? 
give us a little bit of that. That would really help us and help keep us going. And of course, you can always leave us feedback, ask questions, or request a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to info at inspirewv.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next time with more inspiration. And until then, stay inspired and be inspiring.